Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Revelation 7. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we want to thank you for the reminder that you do take care of your people. Thank you for keeping your people safe, even in the midst of your judgment. Amen. Revelation 7 After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, so that no wind could blow on the earth, or on the sea, or on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, holding the seal of the living God, and he cried out with a loud voice to the four angels who were given permission to damage the earth and the sea, saying, Do not damage the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the slaves of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of the ones who were sealed, 144,000 sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel, from the tribe of Judah, 12,000 sealed, from the tribe of Reuben, 12,000, from the tribe of Gad, 12,000, from the tribe of Asher, 12,000, from the tribe of Naphtali. 12,000, from the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000, from the tribe of Simeon, 12,000, from the tribe of Levi, 12,000, from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000, from the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000, from the tribe of Joseph, 12,000, from the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. After these things I looked, and behold, a great crowd that no one was able to number, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, dressed in white robes and with palm branches in their hands. And they were crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are dressed in the white robes, who are they? And from where have they come? And I said to him, My Lord, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Because of this, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple, and the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will not be hungry any longer, or be thirsty any longer, nor will the sun ever beat down on them, nor any heat. Because the Lamb, who is in the midst of the throne, will shepherd them, and will lead them to springs of living waters." and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 6, the Lamb started opening the seals on the scroll, and he opened six out of the seven seals. And what happened when each seal was opened was scary. We would expect that the seventh seal would come next, but instead we get a different scene. People have called this an interlude, a break in the one story to get us to another story. The chapter starts with, After this I saw, 
but I do not believe that this necessarily means that the fulfillment will be in this order. This is just the order that John received the revelation. John sees four angels holding back the four winds. We had the four horsemen in chapter 6 with their disasters. So this may be talking about holding back those disasters because they are described in verse 2 as the four angels who are given permission to damage the earth and the sea. This other angel has the seal of God and is going to seal God's people on the earth before the trouble starts. This is a reference to Ezekiel 9, where Ezekiel sees a vision of a man placing a mark on the foreheads of the men who are sad about the wickedness being done in the land. Then everyone who doesn't have the mark gets killed. So the mark is protection. So based on this reference, we get the idea here in Revelation that God is sealing his people to keep them safe. He says that the people who are sealed are the slaves of our God. Right at the beginning of the book, John had said that this book was to show God's slaves what would happen. So I take it that these people sealed represent all of God's people. The number 144,000 is 12 times 12 times 1,000. And he breaks it down by tribe with 12,000 from each tribe. As I've said before, the numbers in the book of Revelation are symbolic. And the number 12 represents God's people. So I do not think that there are literally 144,000 people who are saved. This numbering of the tribes, this numbering of the tribes reminds us of the book of Numbers. But John changes things a bit. Judah is moved to the top of the list. Of course, Jesus came from the tribe of Judah. And Dan is left off the list. Instead, Joseph and Manasseh are listed separately to keep the number at 12. I'm not sure of the significance, although there was a prominent idol in the tribe of Dan during the divided kingdom period. Then John says in verse 9 that there is a great crowd that no one was able to number from every nation and tribe and people and language. I believe that this is the same group from earlier in the chapter who were sealed. I think this is a fast forward to show that they all conquer. And so they are dressed in the white robes. So they join the four living creatures and the 24 elders in praising God and the Lamb. Then one of the elders asks John if he knows who this great crowd is. And I take it that John does not because he says, My Lord, you know. So the elder explains that these are the ones who have come out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The point is that they were saved by Jesus and his sacrifice, but they participated in that by washing their robes in the blood of the Lamb. The elder says that God will take care of them before the throne and they won't have any problems. There are some allusions to Isaiah 49 and 25 in these promises, as well as perhaps an allusion to Psalm 23 and the great shepherd caring for his sheep. And now for a deeper dive. So here's my suggestion for how to understand this chapter. John has been telling about trouble and judgment on the earth. He interrupts that to remind us that God knows his people and he will take care of them. We don't need to buy a bunker or some remote cabin to ride out the trouble that is coming. God will take care of us if we are his. I think this is connected to what Jesus said at the end of each letter to the churches about the one who conquers. There are hard times, and it will be hard for us. 
but God will take care of us. We have our part to play. God provides the blood of the Lamb. We have to wash our garments in that blood. Later, he will describe clean garments as the good works of the saints. So God gives us the opportunity and ability to do some good with our lives. This idea of God taking care of his people through the judgment on the wicked is all throughout the Bible. From the flood, where God saved Noah, to the judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah, where God saved Lot, up to Jesus, warning about the destruction of Jerusalem so that his people could get out. So we can also be sure that God will take care of us through whatever we have to go through for him. Yes, the word pictures in the book of Revelation are scary, and they are meant to be, because the judgment of God is scary, and we are dealing with things that are much bigger than us. But if we are God's people, we can be secure that he is keeping us safe through whatever God plans to bring about during our time on the earth. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.